3: The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors, Drada, and Cavan. Check out the new sporty and spacious Renault Arcana in petrol and full hybrid. Guaranteed delivery, low AP or finance, and 48-hour test drive. Visit BlackstoneMotors.ie.
4: Ah, you know when a smell brings back memories. Louise was hallucinating yesterday here. She thought she uh she thought she smelled food that wasn't. But I can tell you that I've just passed the kitchen on the way in. Oxtail soup. Louise, oxtail soup for sure today. I got the whiff of it. I went in and filled my water bottle. Eamon was there and uh he wasn't he wasn't he hadn't got the soup, no? He hadn't got the soup. I said, Do I smell oxtail soup? And he said You do. You have a good nose on
5: you. Yesterday,
4: was Michael Carolyn was making the oxtail soup? I bet he was was. doing it yesterday too. (laughs) I don't think so. What what did you? No, you thought it was something else yesterday. Shepherd's pie. Ah, I think you did. But when I make
5: shepherd's pie or stew at home, (laughs) I always add oxtail soup. Do you? Yeah. There you go. I flavour it with oxtail
4: soup. Uh, my mum was a great one for that, doing casseroles of that, mm. using a, a packaged soup to underpin or you know what I mean, give body to the broth uh, or whatever. yeah or whatever. Yeah. She now I, I I I don't do it at all myself, but I have to say I just got the whiff of it, and you know it brought back memories because oxtail soup lovely was smell. a biggie, wasn't it? Mm. And once is it still as popular? Do you think the oxtail?
5: Well, I always buy packets of it when I'm at shopping. Do you?
4: Yeah. And do you just make it up as, as oxtail I, I would, soup? I
5: wouldn't put it as oxtail soup. I'd put less water to make it thicker. Okay. And then it would come out really rich and lovely soup and lovely, uh, 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 lovely flavour to the shepherd's pie. Okay,
4: but you let me ask you this. Do you drink it as oxtail soup per se in a bowl? No? No. No. Right again, you use it underpin. But mm. when I got the waft of it, it just Does brought back lovely. memories. It brought me home years ago, and when oxtail soup was a uh, a very important part. You know, you'd have it at least once a week or whatever. Hello, hello out there! Anybody in the oxtail soup camp still? Do you do you like it or load it? Some people now don't like it, Louise, at all. You know, it's
5: yeah. I can. So it, it can be salty, can't it? A
4: I made uh, mm. the real thing Eddie Chute gave me an oxtail a while ago Kevin and I made it up from the, the real I thought you
5: were making it up
4: I, uh, no, I, no, I made, I made oxtail soup from an actual ox's <laughs> tail Louise
5: Okay.
4: and uh, you mm. have to leave it overnight because it's quite greasy and then you scoop the grease off the next day and you oh beautiful oh absolutely beautiful I have to say but what about packet oxtail soup when well, I take it in oh it's gone into my lungs I can just I can just oh, I can live she it again it, it is. It is. Oxtail Soup, is it on your agenda? Do you like it or loathe it? Let us know on late lunch today. 086-1800-658. WhatsApp or text us to the show. We'd love to hear from you. little trivia to get us going this midweek Wednesday afternoon. We have lots of chat and I have somebody waiting patiently on the line. She's probably bored stiff of us talking about oxtail soup and the smell of it. She's a great friend of ours. She has been over the years. Haven't spoken to her for a while. Was watching Claire Barn on Monday night. And lo and behold, I said, I know that lady well. It's Helena Tuberty, the fertility coach. Hello, Helena.
6: Hello, Jerry. Yes, it has been a while. And you're bringing back incredible memories of my childhood and <laughs> oxtail soup. Um, I haven't had it for God knows how many decades because I converted to um, Nora's savoury gravy, my homemade gravy, and the underpinning for my soups and stews.
4: I see. But it did bring back the memories. I'm delighted to hear that, Helena. <laughs> 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 you see that we're cut at the same cloth anyway welcome back to late launch uh, out of sight out of mind but when you were inside i said to louise we've got to talk to helena um look we, we all know uh, ireland is uh helping the ukraine in a huge way and especially uh taking in people who have been displaced because of the war you have a family staying with you and that boy how long are they with you
6: nearly seven weeks now
4: and helena how did this happen
6: It happened the way they tell you you should never meet people, online, a website. I signed up, and within 10 minutes I had a reply, and I said yes. Then I went home and told my husband, (laughs) broke the news, and they arrived. And I must say, you know, it is fantastic having them here, lovely couple. And Aspoy is the most welcoming place. I mean, I was just down at Brian Faulkner. Our draper, and you know, I went in to get a school uniform with them, and he wouldn't take a penny off me. You know, the gift shop, um, you know, sending around uh, Tracy's gifts, sending around fabulous toys, everybody has helped out in so many ways. So, you know, when they say it takes a village. Well, Athboy certainly does that in spades. Mm, Isn't that great? It's been been wonderful. It's been great support to me, and obviously great support to them. And of course, you know, getting even with the dance classes, class act very sweetly. You know, come on, send her up, send her up. We'll take her aboard. She's on a scholarship into the school, into the library. So it's a very welcoming little town, and um, my little family is settling in well. And at this moment, Mum is um, she's doing exams for her MBA. And Dad is setting up a business. So they are very much, very proactive. They're very young. They're professionals. They're both engineers. And they're, they're hydroelectric engineers. So they've actually made my Belfast sink in the back garden for the last 15 years. They've made it into a water feature for me.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and and so it's Mum, Dad and uh, a five-year-old child as well with you. Now, you, I take it yourself and your husband are, uh, are empty nesters up until this point, up until seven weeks ago.
6: Yes. And I mean, you know, it is for us and it's something I do stress to people that, you know, it's an ideal situation for us uh, because, you know, we have the space and also, you know, the difference in in kind of timings, we would be up earlier, we um, eat earlier in the evening. So they like to eat lunch, do you remember the old fashioned way with the oxtail soup when you'd have the dinner in the middle of the day? <laughs> yeah, it's delicious. <Selena>. Um, <laughs> and our food, you know, you know, the food is very, very similar. So it, it's kind of, it's like actually, Jerry, the best house share I've ever had. It really is. Isn't this
4: just glowing on your part? Yes, and I do remember we had our dinner, you're right, in the middle of the day. The main meal was at one o'clock. We had our tea at tea time and maybe a little uh, something at supper time. That was the tradition. But here's the thing I wanted to ask. Your own children, you went home to your husband, fair dues to you, Helena, and said, uh, (laughs) we're doing this. What about your children's take on it?
6: Well, I was, you know, as as empty nesters, um, and certainly uh, my daughter is in Dublin. She's married. She's married with a baby now. Gorgeous okay. little girl of of twenty months, and um, the amount of support I've had from her has been terrific. Um, she works with a legal company. She got them involved in business advice. Um you know again she 's so supportive, and she was she was in Hungary at the time with her husband, and she was telling me how bad things really were as uh you know and I love the way you use the word displaced people rather than refugees mm. because that 's exactly what they are, mm. so she was seeing she was packing cards full of things like toilet rolls and toiletries in Budapest to go to the border to just give people the necessities to keep going mm. and I thought you know something it's something i can do i you know we've had student exchanges and scouts over the years and you know this house we have that space so let's use it let's do something that we can do it's not for everybody i understand totally but there's so many different ways of supporting you know uh people were so kind um yesterday a box arrived from galway um, filled with toys and stuff that I had discussed with the lady. She said, "What do they want? What would they like? What's most useful?" And she also threw in a gift voucher for needles.
4: Oh. so you
6: know, I mean, the, the kindness it's is unbelievable.
4: You know, Tell us about your dentist as well, the local dentist.
6: Uh, we have um, a wonderful dentist in Navan, Boyne Dental. Um and they are you know, they're in the old courthouse. It's a stunning building. It's an extraordinarily, beautifully well run and the calming dentist is there to help you with hypnosis if you're nervous. And even if you're not so nervous like me, he's he's very calming and very good. There's a whole team and um my young visitor had a bless her an impacted wisdom tooth. So, you know, obviously that was a priority to get sorted. And it turned out it it didn't actually need any further treatment, but they wouldn't take any payment, which was just so incredibly kind at that particular moment, you know. Mm. So that kind of care, um, you know, our doctor, Abbey Medical, they just immediately said, yes, of course, we will take them on. Uh, Damien English, uh, his secretary, uh, Concepta and um, Martina have just been you know, startlingly helpful and available for loads of different careers because mine, my family was the first. So it was like everything was raw. Documents were just being translated and printed. Yes. So, you know, it has been a concerted effort. I've never been more proud to be Irish, I can tell you, this moment.
4: It's so... Uplifting to hear what you have to say. Now, I want to say this to you. Uh, looking at the programme the other night, Claire Byrne, and you, uh, again, had your opportunity, um, but there were others there that... Were you shocked with some, what some people had to say?
6: I was absolutely gobsmacked, Jerry. I couldn't believe it. Um, you know, as you know, I'm a sort of second-generation atheist, and I really believe it's by each other that we live. And, you know, as I was saying to somebody, can you imagine being at work... And all you hear, you see helicopters coming in and they're actually helicopter gunships firing guns at you. Mm -hmm. And that's the 24th of February. That is the 24th of March. That's you kind of, um, you know, that's your life changed. Um, There, you know, we could be in that position, really. Um, And, you know, the other thing, um, I couldn't believe that the sense of why would you have people in in your house? They would, you know, say that guests and what is it, relatives and guests... um, let off a pong after 3 days that it's very hard having people stay in your house and i thought well it's actually very hard to stay in a cellar in mariupol when your whole world has been bombed and blitzed mm. and everybody you know is dead so i really kind of feel that it was um the the response was quite shocking and i think irish people by nature are very hospitable and certainly around you know where i live Uh, The warmth, the welcome, people looking to have people come and stay with them. And, of course, there's long delays with the Red Cross and vetting and all of this. Yes. I'm very glad I got to do it directly Mm. because that meant that a family quickly moved. Uh, It reduced the trauma hugely. They were able to, you know, get inserted, get started and have an even, you know, as normal a lifestyle. I mean, they're listening, you know, every morning, you know, every other morning to funeral services online for people they know and love. Um, so it's not a holiday it's not an exchange it's not and they're certainly not you know somebody saying oh my god imagine having themselves draped over Mm -hmm. your sofa well this couple they are not television people they're fit they're active they're up in the GAA club they're you know they're out doing they help around the house they're clean neat tidy in fact tidier than I am and Jerry, do you know what due to lack of lack of you know unaccustomed as my Hoover was to exercise It blew up on me because... (laughs) <laughs> um, it had been getting an awful lot
4: more exercise <laughs> than it had ever had in its, its uh, long life my, my you oh my know yeah. but you know, you know all you say there is so positive and 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 that uh, that struck me that you were the most positive you know that was spoken to on Monday but here you are again just uh, reaffirming uh, what you said now there's words there and I was just reading before I came down to studio here that accommodation may be needed for up to three years but I say this word again it's displaced people do not want to leave their homeland and they want to go back there.
6: Yeah, absolutely, and certainly. You know, um, you know, um, my young couple—they have left. They had just done up their apartment, which is stunning. I'm glad I didn't see the the videos and pictures before they came to my gaff. They their car, their dog, their whole life is there. Yeah. And in fact, Anna's still doing some work remotely. Um, and you know, they want to go back. They want to pick up the threads and quite a few people are going back you know they have no wish to be away from home they've had to learn you know english it's a different alphabet it's a different culture um and you know these are busy active people who are furthering their careers so they're not coming here to sponge or to grab or to be a burden. They're very proud and independent. Mm. In fact, I had to back off. You know, people were saying, we've sent clothes, got bags of this, bags of that. I actually had to say, listen, if you be very kind and wait till we ask for anything specifically, because yes. they they make do with very little. Do you know, Jerry? you talk about the oxtail soup. The I'm finding... That certainly, my little family is very much like we were about forty years ago. Yeah, you know, happy with less, yeah. not um, yeah. not grabby, not critical or judgmental. You know, very they live very simply. Yes, and cooks food. You know, from scratch. You know, beautiful food. Um, I'm permanently in leggings now because of the um, lovely baking that she does and the, the <laughs> best crepes ever. Um, so, it, you know, it really and truly, um, they are very switched on. They're very kind. They're very generous. And there is a lovely vibe. And I mean, it was my birthday recently and I got a beautiful card and lovely hydrangea to plant in the garden. And this beautiful angel and it's the angel of hope. And honestly, tears came to this hard one's eyes because, you know, the sense of they're saying that, the, you know, being able to know they were coming to my house gave them such hope to see their child, you know, smiling, laughing, jumping around, giving cheek and sleeping all night. You know, any parent wants their child to be safe.
4: Oh, my. You've touched. You've touched me. I'm sure you've touched so many with those words as you describe it beautifully there. You're in for the long haul. I guess, yeah. Um, uh,
6: I, I, I don't think they are. Yeah. Um, but I'm here. We're here. My other half, who's very media shy, is actually is, been an absolute brick. He's fantastic. Um, so yes, we are. Our neighbours here in this estate. You know that one lovely woman actually ordered a bike, a brand new bike. A frozen bike. Mothers will know what that is. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, you know, um, I asked somebody if there's any chance of a little blackboard because I thought it'd be great. And she um, arrived with this stunning, fabulous easel thing. You know, a really posh thing that I'd never seen before. Mm. All the neighbours here in boy, um, the kindness and the support. So, yes, we are here for the long haul, the long term. And I really feel that, you know, I mean, far be from me quoting any bits of the Bible, but you know that one, I was naked, you clothed me. I was hungry, you fed me. Uh, do unto others, you know the golden rules, yes. golden mean. You know, it's do unto others. And because I can, I yeah. do. And with a lot of support and uh, <laughs> really, a lot of help.
4: Yes, I was homeless. You gave me shelter. You are a real good woman and a great family. And, folks, if uh, you want to check Helene out, don't forget, she's a wonderful fertility coach. Helena Tuberty, check her out. God bless you. Thank you for joining me. Thank you. Take care. Helena Tuberty there. My, oh, my. You couldn't but be touched, could you? Well, it seems, Louise, oxtail soup is all the rage still. Hi, mm. Jerry. I'm in my sixties, and the only soup for me is Oxtail. Baxter's in the can. Oh, well, Oxtail, you remember there them. you go. Baxter soup in the can. It's heavenly, says a listener. Mina and Erin Curran, hello. They love their oxtail soup. Rose has been on to say, oxtail, yes, for stews and shepherd's mm. pies. The flavour it gives, Jerry is outstanding. Now, where did this come from? Uh, somewhere out there, Miss Louise mentioned celery to me. Oh, celery. Uh,
5: yeah, you can't get celery soup anymore. I used to love it years ago. It we wasn't in a packet, it in a was it? Packet or, or I think Campbell's did a okay ten of us.
4: Wouldn't be familiar with it. I must make mm, you God some Blank. of my own celery. They no, are. not be stringy. No strings attached. <laughs> no strings attached, Louise. I'll make you my celery soup and you can tell me what you think of it uh, mm-hmm. because I've given that a go from time to time from scratch as well and not a string in sight. I promise you. The strings are off-putting. I know what you're saying <laughs> yeah. for sure. Anyway, we're on the running track after two but by God are they fed up. and District Athletics Club a scourge of dumping. We're going to hear about it from Martin Duffy but taking us to news and weather at two ah, it's the Billy Joel classic covered by the wonderful Westlife on your late lunch
7: girl,
4: Now my next guest don't I remember the day well he came to studio here a few years ago and sure he mesmerised me in his guise as Martin the Magician today he's back as plain old Martin Duffy the Runner. Hello, Martin. Uh, hello there, Jerry. Good afternoon to you. How are you keeping? Not so bad. Thanks for joining me again on the show. You are a member of Drogheda and uh, District Athletics Club, and I have to say and congratulate you on the wonderful facility you have on the way out of Drogheda towards Term at Newtown-Stalaban. It's simply, simply outstanding. But you've got a problem, Martin.
0: Yeah, uh, we we do, Jerry. Um, unfortunately, there's a few confused people out there who um, who somehow or other mistake our land for um, a dump site. So pretty much since the since the start of January this year, it's become an ongoing problem. With um, we've had four major dumping incidents. Um, unfortunately, the first one, which was on the fifth of February, uh, when a few of us volunteered to go down and clean up. Um, I stuck my I stuck my shovel into the rubbish to try and get some of it into a black bag, and a pig's head appeared on the shovel. Now, I'm not joking you, a full size pig, dismembered head, legs, the whole lot. Um, it would just put you off your dinner for life, so it would. Um, somebody, somebody feels it's okay to do that, um, but we're very much a, a community active. Uh, club we've got six hundred members, probably close on two hundred and fifty children um You know this is not something that you want young kids to to have to see or no. be around um so luckily enough um we've taken action at last we've we've done four cleanups, but like enough is enough we've had to take action so the local little little warden Martin Riley, has been more than good to us with his timely intervention, but it's um you know, it, re- it requires um, a sort of a it requires a response that involves the guardie, the local council. Uh, luckily enough, the engineer has come out and been on site, and they're looking at the possibility of um, erecting uh, a green-coloured barrier. It, it would be landscape-friendly, which would help to protect us from having um, the rubbish dumped on our land. Why
4: is it uh, quite open? Is, is it open at the moment? Is that the problem that it's easy accessible? Uh,
0: I'll tell you what, what, just a victim of geography, if you, if you were to drive, anyone who knows the, 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 the law of the land locally, if you were to drive out by Green Hills College and make your way around towards the termin Road, mm. you pass by a little substation on your right, yes. but then there's a, a very rough section of road with a little bridge that crosses the stream. So if you stand there, the wall of the stream is only about of the bridge is only about two feet high, so they mm. they obviously arrive in a van and just use gravity, just throw the stuff over the wall. But um, it does actually land in a, in a stream there. It's a very scenic area, um, and just two weeks ago we had an initiative where we uh, planted over six hundred. Um, saplings on our land because we're, we, we're kind of environmentally driven as well but mm-hmm. we, we charge our members a ten or like to sponsor a tree, yeah. all that money's gone to charity so we, we want to give back Um, but for every step we take forward, you know these guys seem to keep on they seem to keep on coming and want to undo the work that good people do and um, I'm not complaining about it. it's not simply we want, all we want is help to um, to try and solve this problem. Yes, well, but We, have, you, a, we uh, have a local Gardaí on yes, board now, yeah, council engineer. Um, mm, what you want to do,
4: Martin, what we want to do is, and I, I hope we can help in a little way by highlighting this, is these people need to be identified and, uh, you know, the force of the law the law of the land brought upon them and stopped. Um, now, there have been a number of incidents here, as you said, and that pig thing is just... That's just sick. So the little bridge there, they stop and they fire the stuff in. Have you? I take it you have, and uh, the little warden does sifted through the stuff. Any any clues or of of identity or anything? No, we've gone
0: through. We've gone through um, the last four loads. Like when the, when it became big, uh, no evidence from them, like names, addresses. You know that sort of suggests that these people know what they're at. The other thing is Jerry. Um, Certain things come to mind after a while. Like you, you would see sort of container-sized tubs of mayonnaise that you'd say a family would never go through. So quite a bit of it looks like it's restaurant waste that obviously somebody has taken it away, most likely been paid to remove it. Um, but rather than pay to dis- dispose of it in, a, in the correct manner they dump it over the wall. Because you can see it like most most houses wouldn't you'd never consume the quantities so okay in these containers. So but obviously that also makes a call on on certain premises if they're getting a cheap deal to take the rubbish away, you have to ask themselves, well why is it so cheap? You know, there's a price to be paid for 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 you know, if if a cheap job is cheap for a reason.
4: Yes, now there's Narrowing it down a little bit more, it looks like it is waste from a business or a commercial concern. And secondly, the point you make there is so valid. If you were a business listening today, and I know times are tough and costs are rising and everything. But if you shortcut on this particular aspect of either recycling or disposing of your waste properly, you are contributing to the destruction of the environment and you are putting children and adults health at risk. In this particular area at newtown Taliban as well. And that is just not on. It's not right. Plain and simple. Now, it, can you link it, you know, when you mentioned there have been four major incidents, is there any particular day or time, is there any trend like that? Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, things come to mind, Jerry. It tends to be weekends... Um, and look, you'd be, you're be fool to do it in, in daylight if you can do it at night time. But the, the, the worrying trend is the gaps are getting shorter. I mean, the 5th of April till the 24th of March, mm. you know, you're kind of looking at six weeks. But then we're into the 12th of April, which is really three weeks. And then recently, the 23rd, 20 24th, it's now down to two weeks. Yes. So it seems to be as, as time goes on, they're getting sort of a bit more... Blatant in in or, or brave, or when brave is the wrong word to use, more blatant in in the dumping. Um, mm. So as I say, at least the the the, the pressure is on now to get the, the the problem addressed. The local warden has been good for us, but we also need you know people to keep their eyes yes out, um, for. You know, if, if a van is parked around that area, there, there's, there's no real reason for them to be there. Yeah. Um, it's Public the community response. Yes, public
4: well. vigilance is what we're saying. If you notice anything in or around, take the reg anyway and just hold on to it. Because a, a small piece of information could be crucial here. This has only started since the beginning of the New Year's, so, so you've become a recent target. I take it, I know the size of the site there and everything, CCTV, not an option.
0: Yeah, well you know yourself Terry, I'm not going to give I'm not going to uh give any of these people to do that any information they can work with. But there are all sorts of, of um rules and regulations about GDPR. I mean, you look at the Guardian now, even if they get information on a mobile phone they can't always use yes. it, you know. And these guys are particularly clever at finding loopholes but um you know, I'm not going to give them any information they can use. But that law is changing, thanks to God. Mm. And I'm I'm told now that the onus is on, if somebody's name and address is found, the, the onus in law is on them to prove their innocence rather than the state having to prove their guilt. Yeah. Because they come up with all these cock and bull stories when the wind must have caught it and it flew through the air. But, you know, that sounds Christian Anderson stuff. And these people need to look in the mirror and... But, but they don't, they have no like what what we do really, I mean, if you ask me mostly what running does, it brings joy into people's lives. If you see the kids on a Saturday morning in our in our lands, they're just so happy to be together, they've all missed one another, yep, but there's a joy in physical exercise, practicing something something and you know overcoming your fears and and being that kind of better person and that that's what we're all into, you know if you become a good runner. That's really a bonus at the end of the day. Yeah. We're all in it because we love athletics. But but while we are having to go and clean the rubbish up, that takes some of our people away from doing what it really should be doing. You know?
4: Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, absolutely.
0: I'm so glad I'm so glad that you've you, you've had me on just to. Um, just a highlight Mm,
4: no that's that's part of what we do here that's the service we provide and we're only happy to and uh, you know if this jogs something in somebody's mind or somebody saw something or increases the vigilance or sends the message out there god you wonder about these people do they ever get the message but there you go that's what it's all about now on the positive side you have a big weekend coming up in draw athletic club haven't you
0: yeah, and you know, I like the positive stuff, Jerry, so now you really got me on a roll. Um I mean this Sunday sees um the Scotch Hall the ten K road race take place. Now, you know, if you're in there's nothing like local athletics, there really isn't and um this this race really is becoming iconic. I mean, most people will know the route, it will follow the River Boyne out on the right hand side out to the obelisk. And then follow in, but this year it's staying along the banks of the mine, coming in along the ramparts. Um, it's an absolutely top-class race from start to finish. I mean, it's populated by quality runners. Um, it, it, it's possible this year that the winner could go sub thirty in the men's race with mm. the with the course that we have. And I mean, that's really national class running. Yes. Uh, and, you know, it doesn't happen by accident. There's lots of there's lots of willing volunteers. We've We've got about 160, 70 people out in the course on the day, but I, I'd just like to mention that, like, with, without our core sponsors, people like Scotch Hall who've been magnificent to us. Or we're having an after party, an after race party there, where you can have your tea and buns and celebrate your stories with your, with your fellow competitors. And um, people like Flowgas, Fit Scientific, Osborne Recruitment, and Odd Mollys, all of these people have come board. And they, they don't just give us their they don't just give us a few bob. They also give us you know their expertise or the value of their 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 experience. But uh, it's going to be uh, West Street will come alive, Cherry. It really will. It's it's it, it. Our day actually tops uh, Patrick's day for atmosphere and drama. We're expecting about fifteen hundred runners on West Street. Jim Nolan, who's one of the best Mike men literally in the country. Um, there's no one to get the crack going better than Jim. He he recently did um he recently did the Mike Abub in Phoenix Park mm. and Ray Darcy said he's never seen anybody as good as him. He just couldn't believe that he was an amateur but he's he's a he's a born professional when he when he switches on to do what he does for us. But, um,
4: so it yeah, begins... I mean, it's going to be a great day. It begins at what time? What time does the race start it's at? Go, it's going to start at 3 o'clock on Sunday in West Street. Okay, but great. The good thing
0: is, if you haven't entered yet, uh, there's online entry until midnight on Friday. So good. if you Google the 10k, it'll come up and you'll be able to enter. To get in And there. then all day Saturday from 10 o'clock, um, you can in Scotch Hall and failing that even if you leave it then till the last moment on, the, on Sunday we're going to take entries from one o'clock until half past two Great stuff in Such Hall so there really is you know get, get that t-shirt and, and get
4: that away you go render. and be part of a huge occasion this weekend have to leave it there Martin thank you for joining me on the show and good luck with the, uh, the dumping issue
0: Thank you very much,
4: Jerry. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye. That's Martin Duffy there from Trochardt and District Athletics Club. Kelly Clarkson, (laughs) because of you, we do this every day for two hours between half one and half three. We love our listeners on Late Lunch. Great to have you with us on the show. If you're just joining us or have been with us all afternoon, don't forget you can listen to us at any stage on your smart speaker Online at LMFM.ie or on the app, the LMFM app. Download it. Bring it with you and you can bring us with you wherever you go. Jerry, we can talk all we like about these scumbags littering the countryside, but until a law's passed we can use hidden cameras. These idiots will never stop. They're parasites who believe in nothing, only their own selfish, mean behaviour. That comes in from a Navin listener this afternoon in front of my conversation with uh, Martin Duffy and the dumping at the Drogheda and District Athletics Club. They have a wonderful place uh, just on the north side of Drogheda there and it's shocking to think of the dumping. Louise, I've just posted a picture. I meant to do it and, and, and this is the appropriate time on Facebook, folks. If you want to check out the LMFM Facebook page now, you'll see i posted louise isn't, i see it. isn't that unbelievable like isn't that just mm-hmm. unbelievable I, I, what am i talking about they're probably there what are you blathering on about kelly well i'll tell you what i'm talking about <laughs> is uh, i went to pick up my sunday newspapers and outside the news agents and we talked about this before we wondered whether any telephone kiosks louise still, yeah, still in, in existence and be god on me doorstep sure i forgot all about it there is a telephone kiosk with a phone in it and louise tell them what's in the phone box A bag of litter. A massive bag of rubbish that somebody came along and put into the bloody Mm, phone box and left it there. Now, in the name of Call collect. Christopher, what? Call collect. <laughs> I see your little, mm-hmm. very intelligent. I've asked people to caption it. <laughs> yeah. So, if you have a moment, go over to the LMFM Facebook page, have a look at the picture. That's a genuine picture yeah. I took at the weekend, the kiosk at my local newsagents, and somebody left a bag of domestic waste in the telephone kiosk. Tell them. Oh, well, I tell them what you said? <laughs> this one The Louise one She's Oh, I'll tell you one thing You want to be up early in the morning To be ahead of this one Louise I asked for captions And I've just seen Anna. Brilliant Louise Brilliant She's just put up You have to up. sing it I just called <laughs> To say I dumped you <laughs> I love it The Stevie Wonder The Stevie Wonder song With a little change to it I'm yes. listening
5: to the sign Beside it Saying yeah. served here <laughs> no rubbish served here
4: I know we're making light of it and what you might as well laugh as cry or, as they say but it's it's just the pits isn't it that somebody does that the pips yeah <laughs> Ah, the pips on the phone we better stop but, it is though but just
5: it? you know they're obviously walking by and going okay if I just go in here pretend to make a call and I'll just leave the rubbish here and yep just walk out and forget about it like it's
4: not that I'm mm-hmm. saying the kiosk who uses a payphone now probably nobody but like
5: and it looks like a household bag of rubbish yes. as well, you know. Oh, yes,
4: yes, it certainly it's does. It certainly does. Nowhere or nothing is off limits.
5: I, I was coming to work one day and I saw this um, a poor man. Like he was, he had rubbish. He obviously just couldn't afford a bin bag or whatever. And he was walking down past all the bins along the street and just putting a few bits and bobs from his little bag into each bin. Mhm.
4: Well, at least he's putting, he's putting them in the bin. In the bin, mm-hmm. and I have no no issue with that at all, and I understand that. But the wanton dumping of rubbish, and and again, it does come back to people who are paying, you know, people to take the rubbish away. They don't check out the bona fides or whatever. You know, it's fly tipping of the worst possible in the worst possible sense. And how much
5: of it is recyclable? That's yeah, what's second, sicken- yeah, really sickening like.
4: Yeah, and and you just hope that the culprits are identified and really punished for this you know really hit them hard they've got to be hit hard to stop this it really has because uh, it's just not right and, and and when you we hear Martin mention what over 200, 250 children they have in yeah. the gate over there as well and you know a rotting a river. pig at a stream and oh stop the lights well it's been a fixture in the local calendar for years and years but sadly due to COVID like many things it had to uh, stop for a period of time but it's back bigger, brighter, bolder than ever. What am I talking about? Dundry Fair. It's happening this Sunday uh, on the bank holiday weekend and we're going to chat about it for the next while. Michelle o- Michelle Shoksey is joining us because she is one of the exhibitors a- at the fair. But first, Jerry Comiskey is involved in putting the show together. Hello Jerry. Good afternoon
2: all all your listeners as
4: well. Thanks for joining me today. Well, 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 you've had plenty of time to plan this one, Jerry.
2: Plenty of time to plan this one and
4: plenty of time to think about it, but uh, hopefully we're back with a
2: bang, bigger and better, as you say, than ever. So we wanted to push the boat out this year and really go after it after uh, a long break for everybody.
4: Give us a feel for what, uh, what will be there on this Sunday and what's to be enjoyed by visitors. A host of, uh,
2: of, of of things, as usual, but just going with the music, we have Fiona Hagen, so we're really looking forward to that. We think she's going to go down really, really well. Um, big big uh, attraction in, in, in the industry presently and one of the, one of the leaders in, in the whole country music scene. But uh, well supported by Matt Levy, and uh, Matt will have Ray, Marta, Eddie Quinn. We have the jiving Competition going on the second stage. We have a second stage over at the school where the Brian Baru cayley Band will be going. We have Nigel Connell going on the main stage. And Branded D, and a lot of guest appearances through today. So great lineup of music uh, for starters. Of course, that's only the, the start of it, really. On the uh, on back on the street, we have the usual arts and crafts uh, display, um but a, a really really large extended rare breed section of animals this year. So we have longhorns and shorthorns and Galloways and Dexters and all sorts of quite rare animals that you know go back a long time in our history of farming and agriculture throughout the country. And uh, they're making a, a bit of a resurgence, which is great to see. So quite educational for uh, all the family and uh, young and old to uh, see what's going on in terms of the rare breed section. Then on on top of that, we have Michelle, of course, and she's literally down there uh, standing in her own field uh, waiting to chat you on uh, her herd uh, from the Highlands and the, the Balmoral uh, connections there. So she'll tell you all about that. Um, and of course, for the kids, we have the usual, we have the fun fair, the face painting and the falconry displays and all that goes along with that. But again, the arts and crafts, it's educational stuff. We have the farrier, uh, we have butter making, we have basket making, all that stuff. So you probably don't get to see that much anymore up close. Mm. So a lot of reminiscence for the older uh, age cohort perhaps and for the younger people. Just a, a great old day out. So a great mix of entertainment and of course there's a bit of business going on in the street and we'll have the usual characters, the that- the dealers and the matchmakers and all the, the characters that go along with what was a great fair for many, many years. And, and you know, great fairs across the country always had those characters. And there, yes. there were plenty in Dunderey, no doubt
4: about that. Oh, listen, it's a fantastic line up and there's something there for everybody in the family. God, you're nearly sounded like Glastonbury with stage one and stage two and stage three <laughs> know, at this know, stage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the good thing is the matchmaker is there because we've had a couple of people onto us already say, will the matchmaker be there? Oh very much so, very
2: much so, it'd be in attendance and there's a bit of a list forming al- al- already and it's a good even list on both sides so no one has any concerns on, on-, on that front and there's always a bit of a follow up as well which has a good social aspect to it so we always get the invite to the, a little bit of the after <laughs> should there be a bit of a day out things like that. So,
4: Fantastic, Glastonbury, we'll Listoon, Varna all mixed in, you have the whole everything lot happening, happening on your doorstep yeah. in Dunderry this weekend. Stay there Jerry. I want to bring Michelle Shocknessy into the conversation about our wonderful herd. Hello Michelle.
8: Hello Jerry. I'm actually sitting here in a, in the field with my champions and 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 the Peter Smith Memorial Cup that we, we took from County Mead, the Mead Congregation. We're not too happy to see that cup leave. The Royal County, well I brought it back to County Longford with my champion champion, beautiful, beautiful cattle. Well, <laughs> we're we'll... literally sitting here with them. <laughs> Two of them are in front of me, ready to calve. I move call on the tail, one of my Balmorals, Princess Helena. So, but uh, there's no sign of her to calve yet.
4: Well, you know what? We'll, we'll forgive you that. You know, if you deserve the cup, you can take it out of the Royal County. Uh, They're real sports people. They won't deny that. Uh, oh, and you
8: and <laughs> I'm telling you if Helena wasn't about to come she would be there on Sunday so she would
4: now there's a story behind Lady Helena isn't it? that involves LMFM radio
8: well, do you know what, Jerry? I got landed um, uh, back in 2018 um, when Tom Byrne asked me to come with my champion, beautiful Hamish and Henry, to attend Dunderry Fair. I didn't know what Dunderry Fair was about. But Dunderry Fair is one of my favourite shows. It's huge. It's just, there's something about it. It's just incredible. I love it. It's actually one of my favourite shows. So Dund- so Helena and Jerry Komsky, his lordship there, Uh, walked up and says, Michelle will you go live on radio and I said no problem when now and Helena Mullins fair play to her put me on the spot and there's no you know if you're going to go with it Jerry, you might as well go with it and I've lots to talk about with these beautiful darlings so just go with it and uh so sure, she, we got talking about my cattle and she said, so Michelle, what's next for you and your Highland cattle? And I said live on air in Dunderry back in 2018, I sure might go and see the Queen. And this is what I know when I was speaking to Lina you know, uh, Mullins that day from LMFM that what, what was going to lie ahead of me. You know, um, you know, a couple of months ago I was driving out of Balmoral Estate. My my, my mentor is Dr. Ormiston, who looks after the Queen's cattle and I buy cattle from the Queen. I bought a beautiful load from from, her, from Balmoral Castle last year, the other day Prince Philip passed away and Prince Charles um in February signed off and some more beauties coming over to me in Ireland. So um it's just been since I start since that interview, I, I it's just been phenomenal. Mm. And the connection between the Scottish castle come, arriving into Ireland, pedigree registered with papers, beautiful quiet castle coming in, you know, all kind of started from that day in Jerry. You know, you, you never know, when you put it out there, you know, you just follow up with it and, and live your dream.
4: There you go. So you put it out to the world with our Helena on that day back in 2018, and is it there, funny? Yeah. You're right, you put things out to the world and it yeah. comes back to you. Here you are with the Queen's Herod, the Highlands and all those connections have come true for you. Uh, did, did you call one of them Lady Helena? Has it anything to do with Lena, no, alright. It yeah, is? Absolutely. Oh, my like, word. her but
8: I think That's her pet name. She obviously has a registered name. Yes. And she has a royal stamp on her. Yes. On her yes. Tag. So, yeah. So, that, 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 that goes without saying.
4: Well, well, well. Isn't that just fantastic? I'm sure she's over the moon about that. I'll have to buzz her after the show. Uh, I'm sure she's listening anyway and have a chat with her about it. Um, tell me this. Um, the naming of these animals, as you say, you, you they have their official registered breed names, but you give them other names as well. Is there a, a, one of yours up for naming in Dunderry? What's the story there?
8: There was two beautiful ladies up for naming in Dunderry and there was a huge, huge response um, uh, to the to the gorgeous, gorgeous calves. And, and again, they're Scottish, uh, registered Scottish Highland calves. So we had a lot of names and we have to be very particular with our pedigree and how we name our Highland cattle. So, uh, we had some beautiful, beautiful entries. We had some absolutely daft um, entries and we had some fun entries. One of them, I'm an accountant myself, so one of them was debits and credits, and I had to stop myself from saying, No way, am I going to go out your field and say, Hi, Debit, hi, Credits. <laughs> so, so, the, the winners uh, was Iona and Sky, Iona being two islands on Sky. Yes. Iona, guy and Mona and Lisa. Hello, Mona. Hi, Lisa. You have to go into a field. I mean, you spend so much time with these beautiful castles. And cutie and beauty. I love that. Oh, I love that. Fantastic. Matt and, like, and James Gargan, Yvonne Doyle and Alex and Julie um, come up with those beautiful, beautiful, beautiful names
4: so, for
6: these very special beautiful castles.
4: So those names are done and dusted at this stage. So you're bringing them to Dunderry this weekend. They'll be there for all to see. And they have Royal Lineage. Yes,
8: well, you never know, maybe that <laughs> cup is going to, going to come back to County long that, that cup was a very, very important cup, um, Jerry. When I yeah. won that Peter Smith Memorial Cup, that cup went back to a very sick, um, um, dearer um, person in my life who was in Beaumont Hospital All right. Day. Right, Carnaross are um, sponsoring the rare breed, and that man would always have been in Carnaross every Monday morning. Um, the alarm clock set for five o'clock. So something very special about that cup. That that lift that cup is, has a very special place in my heart. Ah. And, um, you know nobody these nobody knows what goes on behind the scenes and how important you know bringing home an important trophy uh, means to us as
4: our company. Oh, listen, when I tell you, Shalongford don't win much when it comes to football or anything, but <laughs> is our top of the pops of the cattle
8: we have the champion catcher with we'll
4: you and have. We'll have some beautiful pedigrees you have indeed <laughs> anyway look i wish you well on sunday and everybody's looking forward to meeting you again and you're a fantastic ambassador for your breeds and will be welcomed with open arms and so many people want to meet you now on sunday and just before you go back to jerry for a moment well 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 jerry Comiskey, if that's a feel uh, and that's just one aspect of what's happening in dundry on sunday it's not to be missed, Jerry.
2: You couldn't sum it up better. That, that's the flavour of it, uh, Jerry, and it's a, it's a hell of a day out. But not to forget, this is all about charity at the end of the day. So you'll have a, f- a great family day out, a fantastic experience. You've got a flavour of it there. But it is all going to charity. Um, one of our uh, associate charity partners this year is down Syndrome Island. And we're very proud of our CEO, Barry Sheridan, who lives in the village. So it was an obvious connection for us. But we've many other local charities as well which will hopefully benefit from, from a really good day out. So while it's a great sensory experience and a great bit of crack is the bottom line, it is for our charity at the end of the day and, uh, you know, that, that's really important to us. So we want to keep the flag flying and uh, just get everybody back out in the dance floor chatting and, and, and you know, getting back socialising. We've had a tough time and we feel it's time to get back out there now and just let the hair down. That's what we're going to do. With
4: Absolutely. Party. Michelle, enjoy your afternoon with your lovely charges there and enjoy Sunday. And Jerry, thank you both for joining me. Wish you all well. Thanks, Jerry, and many thanks to everybody in LMFM for their support. Thank you. Take care of yourselves. Bye bye. That's Michelle Shocknessy there with a wonderful uh, Royal Highland Breeds. will be in Dundry on Sunday, and Jerry Comiskey is part of the organizing committee there. Not to be missed, this Sunday, Dundry is the place to be. Folk are clever, aren't they, Louise? Brilliant. Oh. Getting great
5: comments in here to your caption <laughs> yeah, on po- the LMFM page.
4: Yeah, just in case you've be, uh, just come to us this afternoon. We were talking earlier on on the show to Martin Duffy about the awful uh dumping they're experiencing at the Drogheda District Athletics Club at New Stou- Newtown Stalaban outside Drogheda. And... It just reminded me I'd taken a picture the weekend of a phone box near uh, where I live my local news agent and there was a big bag of rubbish left in the phone box and I posted it on the LMFM Facebook page go on let's hear what they have and I asked people to caption the picture and what have we got Louise?
5: Uh, So far (laughs) we have call us anytime we collect
4: Oh very clever Ambrose go on
5: Rubbish reception (laughs) Here field. <laughs> Lisa Marie said it was a dirty phone call and had to leave her in a hurry.
4: I love it, Lisa. Love it, love it, love it.
5: I love Mike and Mike says wait, people still use phone boxes. <laughs>
4: yeah, that's well, look that I think that goes in the Yeah, for yeah. rubbish.
5: <laughs> um and obviously the talking rubbish and Fergal, skip, skip yeah. box oh yes yes I like that
4: when obviously box. talking rubbish on the phone Fergal mm. says keep the captions going there look at the picture it's up on uh, LMFM Facebook page it's unbelievable actually when you think about it that you post a picture like that of a phone case with a bloody big bag of rubbish in it as well anyway people are cute and uh, they, <laughs> <laughs> they certainly have
5: people are people put a great comedic spin on things don't they Yeah,
4: yes yes you know you often even wonder
5: even when they're the down and out like like you yeah, still get the funny. Yeah, there's comments.
4: always, and you know, we this is, uh, you know, a no no. But as I said, you sometimes have to laugh as cry when you think about things. Just to mention that the annual May Day procession. In honour of Our Lady of Fatima and St. Joseph, the workers is happening. also a lot happening on Sunday. This Sunday, the 1st of May, it leaves Our Lady of Lourdes Church in the north side of Drada at 6.45 and makes its way to St. Peter's Church for mass at 7.30 in West Street in Drada. Big occasion, that for people of the faith for sure. Now, we were talking about Dunderey Fair there a moment ago. Isn't Michelle shocked to see something else, Louise? You nearly she go is. there to see her yeah. just herself, <laughs> wouldn't you? Talk about enthusiastic, and Princess and Yeah. Yes, of course there you are a story about our Helena, how she influenced as well anyway they mentioned and we uh, did mention and Jerry Comiskey said it to us that the music uh, lineup was fantastic as well Cliona Hagen is there here she is on Late Lunch
3: Jolene Jolene Jolene
4: Gina Hagen appearing at Dundary Fair this Sunday with a brilliant cover there of the Dolly Parton song Jolene. You were slagging me yesterday about doing a Rick Astley. Ah, uh, my God! You were you were belting out like Dolly Parton there inside just a minute ago. No, I think
5: you're hallucinating. today. I
4: ain't hallucinating. I could Said hear I you. was
5: hallucinating yesterday.
4: Oh, you were! Mm. Listen, you were doing the Dolly in there for sure. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> oh, God Almighty, and you have a you have a tune as well. You have a tune, anyway, Louise. You know we've been talking uh, on and off about saving, and we do on late lunch, grocery shopping, uh, energy costs. Of course, are gone through the roof. Thank God it's. Summertime, there'll be a bit of an ease, but we're going to feel it certainly next autumn and winter. But um, just cop something. Well, I actually was watching early morning television very early this morning, BBC, and they were talking about vampire devices. Mm. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, vampire devices. Those
5: little red lights. Isn't yes.
4: They? All these little things round your house with the little mm. yellow or green or red lights on them that stay lit. You know, those little lights on never them. You
5: never think of turning them off. You never think. Is nope.
4: right. And things like, just an example. Now, this is in pounds, but you could equate it to euro as well. You want to check your microwave. You know, if your mm-hmm. microwave, if a light stays, a little light stays on your microwave, uh, if you knock that off, you could save yourself about £17 a year. Now, now yeah. you think £17 is nothing, but will I tell you about the Not others? all the appliances. Shower. You know, the shower, the string you pull on the shower to put the little light on. If you leave that light on consistently, £10 to be saved there here. Okay, we're up to 27 Washing machine left switched on a fiver, thirty two pounds. So, do you have
5: to switch that off at the plug then? Is that yes, what you're talking yes, about? Yes, that's
4: what they're talking about. Right. A printer. You often leave your little printer on. I have one at home as well. About four pounds there. Phone chargers. I never realized this. Mm-hmm. If you leave a phone charger plugged in, there's a couple of pounds a year. It's only a couple of pounds. But it like, it all adds up. They reckon you have five
5: it, of them around the house. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez.
4: Quick. Pull them out fast. <laughs> They reckon in a year, you know, just an average for a house, one hundred and forty-seven pounds. So you'd want to add about what twenty percent onto that, but another 30, £177, and seventy-seven, one hundred and eighty euro,
5: one hundred and eighty euro. I could buy you a new microwave yeah, or a new appliance,
4: not, a new kettle or a, 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 a toaster or something mm-hmm. like that as well. But uh, you know, a hundred and you know, hundred and seventy, one hundred eighty euro. Those vampire things, switch off, switch off, turn them off. But
5: does that mean, I know you were saying the little lights, does that include, you know, if you have a toaster or anything plugged into the wall and there's a little switch?
4: No. Yeah, yeah, do well, you
5: switch If you don't switch off, does that count? No,
4: it it Can, needs. That's all right. it really needs the little lights. Oh, okay. we're talking about the ones with the little lights in them, like a microwave, a shower, a washing machine, a printer, a phone charger, things like that. But anyway, the best thing to do, you've hit the nail on the head there, is turn off them little switches at the plugs. You yeah. know what I mean. Once you do that, you're sure then, and it will help you save. Anyway, little
5: the uh, house night though.
4: <laughs> Louise goes around the last thing at night when they're all, and all you hear is pip, pip, pip. The little switch is going off. Oh, they're all at home saying, "There she goes again." Anyway, Mammy is saving money. It's as simple as that. Coming up after three on late lunch. Uh, my favourite song from The Bodyguard and Fred Cook. Kell's funny man is joining us. Time for my soundtrack and this week the movie is The Bodyguard and I think I mentioned already The Bodyguard is the best-selling movie soundtrack of all time and it has another distinction as well for Whitney Houston best-selling album from a movie but also the best-selling album by a female artist of all time sales exceed 45 million worldwide and the album itself produced five hit singles for Whitney Houston who again achieved a first for a female performer when three of those five singles were in the top 20 in the charts simultaneously, including my featured track today. In terms of the movie, did you know this? Kevin Costner planned a sequel starring none other than the late Diana Princess of Wales, who had agreed to play the lead role, the lead female role, yes. Ironically, too, the first draft of Bodyguard 2 was completed the day before Diana was killed in that car crash in Paris on August 31st, 1997. Needless to say, the concept was scrapped. But as recently as last year, a remake is in the offing. Watch this space. Back to the music, and today I play my favourite song from the Bodyguard, nominated for an Academy Award, A top five hit in the USA and UK. Take it away, Whitney.
7: Share my life, take me for what I am. Cause I'll never change all my colours for you.
4: Oh. Oh, my word. Sensational, absolutely outstanding Whitney Houston, my favourite song from The Bodyguard. What a talent that woman was. More about Bodyguard round about this time tomorrow on the show. Final break of the day. God knows where it goes after this when I just tell you... He's coming up on late lunch. Mr Fred Cook. From London to Kells, he's bringing it all back home this Friday evening. Yes, Fred Cook is at the Hedford Arms. But in the meantime, he's on stage in the Big Smoke London at the Backyard Comedy Club tomorrow from where he joins me. Fred, hello. Oh, um,
9: it's wonderful to meet you, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> I've
4: already changed my accent. <laughs> <laughs>
9: I'm only, I'm only one day in London gigging and I've changed my accent.
4: Oh, oh, well, I'll tell you one thing. It's an Irish thing. They go home for a week and they come back with the with the twang. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you'll have to switch back quickly for Kells and Friday night. <laughs> I know. I, I
9: wouldn't be bringing the English accent out into the head for the Arms. Not at all. Not for a second. Oh, uh, one. One must
4: not kick me out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, out the door, you'll be gone back to West Kerry before your backside can tip the ground. That's for sure. Anyway, isn't it great? The gigs are picking up again, Fred. It is wonderful.
9: And, you know, it's it's just, like, I love being on the road as well. And I haven't gigged in London in in years and mm. it's like it's like it's like the land where COVID never existed.
7: Yes. <laughs> Everyone's just
9: Oh, you know, <laughs> the underground and stuff like that. So it's uh, and you know, gigs are gigs are picking up and it's uh, you know, I always, I was worried about there might be a slight apprehensiveness in the audience but it's you know ticket sales are healthy and it's uh, it's mighty fun like so oh. thank God.
4: Get Great. I saw you posting a few weeks ago about the airport chaos. Did you get through safely this time? <laughs>
9: I did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, you know, I did. It only took me, it only took me, uh, it, to get from the departure to the gate, it took me, it, it took, took four, half an hour. Wow! Oh. Nothing at all. Not, yeah, exactly.
4: Not so bad, but they're a little bit longer than we were used to before COVID and that. But anyway, you made it through and you're safely on the ground over there and ready to go. Yes, I'm just, right. I, I have to ask you this. I, I Another, another, I and mean, we keep it a good eye on you, see, you know, um, tell them, you, you were on chatting about politicians turning up to the opening of an envelope, but in particular, when somebody dies, so they're always there with the oh, condolences. Yeah, yeah. Tell them what you said about the Healy Rays. What the? But <laughs> it's true. Like the Heli Rays, like especially Jackie
9: here not Jack Jack but Danny uh, like he's like in and Danny he at every single funeral every single funeral in Kerry like no matter who dies they're at it and it's like to know the person's dead before the person knows themselves <laughs> it's unbelievable <laughs> it's like they're waiting there at the end of the bed waiting for the person to die so then they can get around to the house before the remains arrive like it's unbelievable like, and I was saying they'd actually come around your house if your phone dies you know that if you What. <laughs> oh. Sorry to hear about your phone I heard it was a 20% It went very quickly in the end <laughs>
4: <laughs> I think it really sums them up They're like the vultures in the desert Waiting for the lion to finish off With the wildebeest ca- carcass yeah. And they're <laughs> just waiting when, the parents. when will you be dead? When will you be dead? i come call out to your house <laughs> I
9: Brilliant I once he guy uh, His family was uh, This is true He was they were arranging his funeral and he was just so annoyed with the politics of who's going to sit where and all this and then one of his daughters, this is absolutely true Jerry. one of his daughters said to him, now he only had maybe two months left and he, he said <laughs> his daughter said to him, now why do you want to go do you want to be buried or do you want to be cremated?' And he said why don't you just surprise me? <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, I love it! Don't By care. God, you're so far gone, you don't care anymore. <laughs> By <laughs> God, are people in for a treat in the Headford Arms this Friday when you hit the stage? <laughs> you're talk about being in good form. You're like the young cattle getting back out in the grass at this time of the year with the gigs back on, jumping over, jumping over fences. <laughs> <laughs> <Can't> for, <wait. laughs> for sure. Hey, look at you, you! You give us a few little clues to the gigs. You know what's going to be coming up. You emigrated, of course, as we know, to West Kerry. We we're, we're still mulling over that to be honest with you but here you you do make a, a couple of claims to fame that you're the oldest man on tiktok is that true
9: i i i you know what joe's you know, funny because julie and i whoever whoever wrote the uh the promo for the Kells show took stuff from the show that julie and i did together so julie came up with that one julie be my wife <laughs> yes. and uh so i probably am the i probably am like probably the oldest man on tiktok <laughs> So, uh, definitely, but I'm the youngest man on, 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 on Facebook.
7: Ah, Six you weeks, see, like, you know, I, l-
1: <laughs>
9: I like you know, people stop People stop going on Facebook when, you, when your parents start joining it. <laughs> that's, the, that's, that's when you jump out of it. <laughs> <laughs> it? You know, I'll be writing jokes now, and it's funny, like, I, you know, I'm always putting a few videos up on Facebook and stuff, but the ones that never do that well, Dad will always like it. Love be like a fair play to your friend. <laughs> when are you coming home? <laughs> <laughs> That's the response that I get on on, on Facebook.
4: So that so. is the indicator. If he likes it, it's doomed. Forget about it. Yeah. take it down. Get rid of it quickly. And 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 you know, you know, you, you're a dad now. How's little Ted? He's a year and a half, isn't he? he is he's
9: wonderful and uh, he's uh, he's going to a childminder now at Inventory and uh, he's growing so big like mm. he's. but you know I think early indications of his character I think we're winning I think uh, you know it was Julie and I went we went to get him clothes in the next shop the children's next section in Minute and uh, there was a child beside him roaring at his mom. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. <laughs> like, even Ted, my son was looking at him going, what is this guy's problem? <laughs> you know, so, uh, so we're delighted. I think we've got, a, so far So his, his characters. he's very relaxed. <laughs> nice child, do you know what I mean? And he only complains when he has to, you know, get nappies changed or stuff like
4: that. Ah, that's so. great. Well, look at you—he sure. he inherits the DNA of the dad and the mum, and the combination have come together to produce uh, what you have now in this little fella. I have to say this, Fred, before we finish. I never put you in this. Now, I don't mean to be disrespectful, but I never put you in the sex symbol status. You know what I'm getting at. <laughs> it's, just, it's just like... Fake
9: news. I know the the happy pair got in trouble yesterday for fake news. So it's just it's just my turn now. That I can't I can't talk about being a sex symbol and then people say it's like fake news or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing Judy wrote. So I'll take it as a compliment.
4: Oh absolutely, um, yeah. absolutely. Anyway, yeah. headford Arms, fresh from London, headford Arms this Friday, tickets available from eventbrite.ie. Can they get them at the hotel? Can they show up on the night? What's the story?
9: Uh, tickets will go really
4: well so I think uh, if it sells out no but but at the moment uh, it's online Okay, uh, online eventbrite.ie Fred is bringing it all back home to Kells on Friday it is (laughs) destined to be a nice local sex symbol a local sex symbol at the Hedford Arms Hotel this Friday (laughs) belly aches guaranteed you're one of the best you really are good luck in London uh, with the gig there and and the weekend lovely to talk to you Fred take care See you later. later. Bye -bye, Bye 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 by the wonderful Fred Cook there uh, in Kells this Friday. That's it on Late Lunch this Wednesday afternoon. Tomorrow, Thursday, Professor Brendan Kelly is with us. What a great man. He has a new book, but he's going to address this subject. Is the pursuit of happiness making us unhappy? Dermot McLaughlin's with me, trainer of the last two Grand National winners here in Ireland. Great fella. And Alan O'Rourke wants to get us all sketching on Late Lunch tomorrow afternoon. Eddie Caffrey's coming next with The Drive. Today we'll be back 1:30 tomorrow. Have a lovely Wednesday evening. I'm looking forward to the Wednesday club and I'll be here please God tomorrow 1:30 in the hot seat with Louise by my side. See you then.
3: The late lunch with Blackstone Motors, Jada Dundogan Cavan. Check out the new sporty and spacious Renault Arkana in petrol and full hybrid. Guaranteed delivery, low APR finance and 48-hour test drive. Visit blackstonemotors.ie.
5: To get started, visit plushcare.com weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
3: When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy.